0: Los Pintores is a podcast about the challenges faced by the Hispanic community in the painting industry. We'll be sharing stories, tips, advice from leading figures in our industry. We will, yeah. we will, Did I say we will? Yeah, we will. I said that? I don't know. Did I hear that? Take two. two. Take two. No, no. Listen.
1: Listen. Listen. So... Hello everyone. My name is Juan Vasquez. I am the founder and co-owner of Illusions Painting. Um, my partner, my business partner. Okay, yeah,
0: <laughs> I like him, but not that much. <laughs> so what was it? Hello everyone. So my name is Jose Hernandez, and um, I'm a co-owner of Illusions Painting. Uh, and I did came on board back in 2019. 2018, I think. Or
1: yeah, something. Okay, like let's that. do 18. Um, so I started Illusions uh, back in 2007. Um, just uh, needed a new challenge. I didn't think my boss was fitted for me and I needed a new challenge and uh, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Say my job. Uh,
0: Say my, <laughs> my job wasn't fitted for me no more.
1: My job wasn't fitted for me no more. Don't my I never, job. I haven't heard that one, but that's good. Okay, yeah. it wasn't fitted for me now. And right now, I don't know what I'm doing, but uh, today we're doing this podcast, by the way. So one, so going back to the, you know, the story here, sorry guys, we didn't get sidetracked very quick. Um, yeah, I started Illusions back in 2007. Um, I worked uh, in the company for about, what, 12 years, before Jose came on board. Uh,
2: so what's, what's changed since Jose came on board?
1: Well, a lot of things have changed. Um, first of all, uh, we had, as much as we like each other, we had to get to know each other, how to work properly in the business, and share ideas, and actually respect the ideas. That be, was the
0: be, tough. Be okay, be okay, support the ideas.
1: Yeah, exactly, and so it's just the sharing part that was very difficult. Well, it wasn't actually difficult, but it was a challenge. Uh, Thankfully we've been able to uh, you know, move forward and we both, I think the biggest thing is we both share the same mentality, uh, the same mindset and the same goals for the business. So that really helps us to really narrow down what we're going for and are going for. So that is the biggest change in our business.
2: Obviously coming from Mexico to America and setting up in business has a lot of challenges. So what would you say the biggest challenges have been for you guys since you started since you started your business in America
0: For me it was the language that was one and then when I became you know a, a painting contractor it was not knowing the business part of uh, the business aspect of the uh, you know not just the trade but the business part that was the biggest challenge
1: Well, you know I think um just like a lot of us here in the country uh Hispanic, you know, our comu- uh, Hispanic community, that's been one of our biggest challenges. Uh, uh, the, ing- uh, the language Which barrier, barrier? Um, different cultures, by the way. Um, we came here when I was 12 years old, so uh, no word of English. Uh, I've learned enough, so when I went in, bus- in business on my own, um, I was fortunate to be able to communicate myself a little better. Uh, but I know that's a very tough one, you know, uh, the language barrier. For, for most of us, I for think. For most of us, exactly.
2: But you sort of jumped straight into it, didn't you? Rather than just doing it softly, softly, you both had to learn English, didn't you? And would you say that's probably one of the most important things you've had to learn to be successful in business in America? It's impossible to ignore, right?
1: Well, you said it right. I mean, if you're in America trying to run a business, you gotta you gotta know the language that's spoken. And uh, so that's something that um, it's a very, I do believe is a challenge, especially for an individual who's uh, probably an adult, but I think it's very, very important. Um, We hear from leaders in the industry about systems and and so many things that you can do and implement in the business, Um, but we have, a couple set of challenges and that is our our, um, language barrier so if we don't address that first then we can't move forward right so that I believe is something very important that we need to address don't you think
0: yes definitely language
2: barrier okay so apart from the English lessons then what are the other most important lessons you've learned in your many years in business don't do this. Run! <laughs> Go work at Adolphus!
1: Nah, I'm just no, kidding. <laughs>
2: I think uh,
0: for me, it was probably like fear. It's just an imaginary line. Ah, I, think, I, think I like that. was. That. I think that was ah. How come I see that line all process. the time, though? If it's you imaginary. Gotta, you just gotta cross it. You just gotta <laughs> jump okay, it. It's okay. just imaginary, okay?
1: I think you guys were really um, understand that and, and can really relate to that because fear is... It is tough to go past fear, you know, our fear of everything, fear of being in front of someone talking. Like, guys, this is our fear first of being te- in
0: front of a camera. This is our
1: first episode, so we're right here under the gun. So, um, yeah,
0: am I shaky? Eh, maybe a little. How about you? Uh, nah, he's good. He's I a natural. I'm uh nah.
2: No. <laughs> You're <don't> natural. <laughs> I'm just drinking my teeth. <laughs> so, what could you do better? Like, what are your weaknesses? What are you still working on? Hmm.
0: Take that one being um, uh, more organized, uh, systematize the business, Uh, basically get the business part you know, 100% nailed down. Uh, The trade, I think we got it really good. There's always room for improvement, but definitely the business part we want to keep improving and and get it better. What do you think?
1: You know we I think here we share different challenges even though it's the same company Uh, Jose sees a lot more of the improvement out on the field And I perceive more of the improvement in the office and and kind of like our vision of our company so Same thing too, you know, I think one of the biggest challenges the biggest things that we can all work on and for us, especially is systematize It's creating a system that can repeat itself and so that we're not doing 20 million things at the same time every day for the rest of our lives so yeah that's what we're working on at the moment
2: jose what is the best advice that you can offer to someone who's starting out in the business uh i think the
0: best advice i probably won't say the best advice um the one thing i can tell you don't do what i did (laughs) <laughs> and it's i think uh you gotta know your your numbers you gotta know the business part more important than 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 the trade uh that's one thing that I learned from uh, from a lot of these uh successful business owners uh we are wanna we wanna own the business we don't want to be owned by the business, so I think that's the best
1: they I can say what they say they say. Have a business, own a business, not have a job, right? Yes, exactly. You know, for when in the beginning of the podcast, I I said, you know, I ran the business for 12 years by myself, but I had a job. You know, I I had to be there every day. There was no...
0: You were were wearing too many hats.
1: That I still do, but (laughs) at least I can take a day off now, right? But um, he's right, you know, about... Advice that we can share now, you know, and this is actually something that is coming to us day after day. Advice towards us to improve ourselves. This is something if we were to be starting again. God, I mean, look at the look at the business side of it first before you jump into so basically go try to find someone who can help you in the business side of it and not just a painter, because that's what we would do first. We will go hire the painter or we will go and do the painting no let's let's look at it a little different and let's look at it into creating a business not a job so that would be my advice and i think we can share that yeah, you know exactly. based on our experience i think that can be very helpful at least that we would do that if we're starting a business again
2: definitely. right because that was the question i was going to ask so if you were going to start out again with all the knowledge you have now then you would basically think about the business as a whole the business side of things before putting a brush on a wall,
1: exactly that is correct.
2: But maybe you can only learn the business side of stuff by forcing yourself through all of those experiences in the first place, or <laughs> well, trying and
1: error. Well, I
2: mean, if I you, mean, you want... have to put food in your belly to start with, right? Oh, of
1: course. You know, you got to jump in there. I mean, we're, I mean, we're painters now. I guess we they they've been calling us entrepreneurs. I
0: don't, I don't like, know if we're entrepreneurs, but uh, unless, no, we're not. We're interested in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: definitely. Right, keep moving forward. No, but um, definitely Uh, a business, um, understanding a business really, really can get you further. And, And more than anything, I think it's just if you want to create a new business, you want to create it with the intention of freeing yourself. And if you don't have that since the beginning, then it's going to be hard to learn it later on when you have way more things on top of you, when you have to pay your bills when you have to do everything now. So yes, um, I think it's creating that mentality of a business first would take you further.
2: From being on site, working from dawn till dusk every day and having a crew of four people, how did you make that leap to now having a crew of 30 people and being able to travel around the country, presenting and teaching people, and also doing things like this? How? how what was the biggest thing that helped you make that shift? Is there one thing or is there a few things that you'd point to?
0: I think there is a lot of things, and and, and if I always uh, share this experience, uh, when I first partnered up with Juan, I remember I was working, like he said, you know, from, you know, late. I was working late, almost every day. And a couple of times he came up to me, he goes like, what do you want out of the business? What do you want to do? You know, how do you, you know, where do you see yourself? And in my head, it was like, well, I see myself working because I had to, you know, get this job done. I have no one else to do it for me. Mm-hmm. And so that was the biggest you know the biggest take on, on on this, the biggest challenge. Like you know, like they say, put down the brush. That was the biggest, you know, uh, uh, for me. What about you? Hmm. Put down the beer, maybe. <laughs> 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 Um,
1: can you repeat that question for me? Because I got so into what he was saying that he brought back memories. When, when,
2: when, when Jose came on board, there were four or five people in your company and you were on site every day from dawn till dusk, working your fingers to the bone. Now, four or five years later, you've got 30 crew. You're doing things much more from the office. You're traveling around the country in, uh, mentoring and educating people. And you're doing podcasts and you're doing all this crazy stuff. Like, what was? How did you make that shift? Because I think lots of people want to know that. Wow,
1: God, I can, we can sit here for quite a bit of time and... Um, I
0: think we can make another right, separate right, episode right. out of just we'll this do a second one episode. Question. God,
1: wow. <laughs> no, but you know, one, two, three. Two, three, yeah. Can, yeah. Yeah. what
0: about the takes? <laughs> um,
1: okay, so I can, I'm going to throw this name out there because um, it, it, there's ships and I'm going to go back to that, but eight. Uh, you know, if you're not a member, go be a member because it'll change a lot of things. It will change your life or change your business. So we go back to basically, you know, how, you know, how do you say it changed? Well, I, I think that I've always had this mentality. Uh, I remember even talking to him before this saying like, you know, he's always had the mentality was like, if I don't do mm-hmm. it, if I'm not the one doing it, it's not right. Like nobody's like, going
0: to do it better than me. Correct. And I've always
1: had the opposite uh, approach to things. I'm more like, if I'm not good at it, I'm going to find the guy who can do it 10 times better than me. So I've always had the intention. I think the intention was always there. Um, I just didn't really have the right guidance or I didn't have uh, the right mentality about it. So I guess when Jose came on board, um, we're gonna talk about this a little bit more as we dig into with a couple of the guys, and we're gonna talk about how we got here and and all that. But I don't want to bore you guys today, right? Right? Yeah, please. uh,
0: Episode eighteen, bro. Yeah, maybe that.
1: (laughs) But um, but you know, we became part of the we became a part a partnership, and I've took I've took on the the leadership of saying you know we got to find something to grow our business. Jose was uh, helping me out on the field, and we stumbled upon uh, PCA. I think, you know, we didn't have an idea. We had no clue of what we're doing, at least me, what I was doing. But just being exposed really just kind of brought everything that I already had inside of me and just brought it out like, okay, this is what I was looking for. So that's basically how it went it was already there the whole time i just needed to find the resources and none of the reasons why we're here to show you guys and tell you guys there are so many resources out
0: there and i think it was what 2018 that's yeah. when uh, 2018. everything started you know shifting and clicking
1: yeah um, so when you think you have a business that you've been running for i don't know plus 12 years and then all of a sudden you go to this expo, and you come back, and you basically tell everyone in your crew, and we had a Isabel, uh, our office. office assistant at the moment, and say like, scratch everything we have. We're, we're gonna start we're, from scratch. We're starting from scratch, you know, and that's what we did, and I think that's the best thing we could have done.
2: Nice. Uh, yeah. So you talked about like influential businesses that you've worked with, influential organizations. What about influential people? Who are the, some of the most influential people that you have met in the painting and artisanal industries? Maybe like, you could answer first, Jose.
0: I think uh, for me, there was a couple of people and uh, both of them, starts with Nick. That was Nick Slavik and Nick Mays. Uh, these were the two uh, uh, Nick Slavik uh, painting and restoration um, out of Minnesota. And uh, Nick Mays, uh, Walls by Design, out of uh, Denver, Colorado, Colorado. And I think they're, they're when I when I heard their when I had a conversation with them and I and I and I hear basically the way they run their business, how how systematized they have their their their, their business. Uh, I think it opened up a lot of you know a lot of ideas for us, at least for me personally uh so i think if if, if people ask me i said and maybe those were the two people that i probably met at the beginning and 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 up to now i still listen to their podcast i still you know uh you know enjoy like some of their lives and you know when i'm driving and i have the time uh to listen to one of the lives from Nick Slavic. uh but i'm i'm always following them and and you know l- learning and listening you know to them it's it's very very powerful
2: is it is it because they're so educational? They're offering so many insights all the time. Is that the main reason? Because you just feel they've got so much to offer in terms of insights and education.
0: Exactly. And one thing about them, especially like they don't they don't hold anything. Like, like I did talk to uh, Nick uh, Nick Mace and Nick Slavic in person. Uh, we met him in a couple of uh, expos. I had a one-on-one conversation with them, and they don't hold on anything. You know, mm-hmm. just just like you see him on uh, on social media. Um, you know, you see him in person, and you you ask those legit questions, and they give you a legit answer. So,
1: and I think that's very important. You know, we we touch this subject quite often, and so when you have inf- influential people like that, and they're accessible to you, it just gives you such a boost. You know, of energy, and it just it takes you to the next level. So that's you know, that is that is true, and that's all through PCA again. You know, so keep. Keep counting How many times we go back to that?
2: What about influential books or influential bits of content that have really inspired you and helped you move forward? Is so, there anything you can so, recommend?
0: so this is um, uh, how do you say? This is something that I have to share personally. Um, I'm a high school dropout, just like him. <laughs> uh, Hello. <laughs> so, school wasn't my forte, right? But reading. Reading, I never liked reading. You know, to me it was always boring, and it was always like, "Well, why do I need to read a book?" For, it? well, 2018, everything changed. We went to the expo. First expo. And what was the book uh, called? Uh, the E Myth by Michael Gerber. By Michael Gerber. So that was the first book that I said, "You know what? I'm gonna download it." And I didn't. Even, I didn't even have the app, right? That's, yeah, that's what I. So ended up I downloaded, downloaded the, it the, the, the app, and and that, that was the first book that I downloaded. And by listening to Michael Gerber on this book, and it's like, it, uh, it gave me a lot of ideas, again. And and to me, I think up to now, it's... I always go back. As a matter of fact, a couple of days ago, I was going back to listening to Michael Gerber. I remember it was raining, it was pouring. I put my headphones on, you know, one of the headphones on. And so I was listening to Michael Gerber while, you know, while it was raining. Because we've been having a storm here lately in California. Mm-hmm. We're flooding. Yeah. So what do you think What? what's
1: your god i mean i i share his story i mean i uh you know i, I actually was very good at school but we don't want to get into details why <laughs> i didn't make it out of school right and we'll, we'll touch that we'll touch that one later why you know
0: you drop off <laughs> uh, well, i mean i had a baby
1: at 16 and so uh i had to find a job and landed onto my uh Painting
0: trouble, kid, to stay yeah. away from this guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not no more, I promise. <laughs> so um, so when we went to the PCA, we go back to the PCA. This is the first time we go there. I've, I've, I mean, I've read a book because my teacher made me maybe back in school, but I don't read a book. I don't think I've ever finished the personal book. So um, they introduced us to listening to books. And I was like, well, Cool. So now I paid, I think it was like 14 bucks a, a month or so for, for, for my app, suspicion. so I can have as many books. Um, so, going back to those books, uh, you know, listening to Michael Gerber and how he's talking about when you create a business and how you create a, a franchise model, model business. And in the beginning, I was like, what are you talking about? But, but now it makes so much sense. Same. So we went from listening to that. That was like just fitting that little seed, you know, that's what created that. Now, I mean, I listen to different books. Um, I, I don't know. I listen to some books in Spanish, uh, quite a bit, actually. And uh, we're talking about content. So I've never really been so big on podcasts until recently where um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. And let me I tell been, you, because
0: I've been bugging him. And I'm let like, me tell listen you, to this guy, you God, so listen to this podcast.
1: It's it's hard for me because I'm done with one and I'm already jumping into the other one. I cannot tell you how many saved ones I have on my in, in my phone. So, Brandon uh, Pierpont, Pierpon, Pierpon, uh Nick Slavic, uh, I I listen to some other ones that are just extremely funny because I like I like how personal this can be and that's what really encouraged us to to do this you know to bring ourselves out to you guys and to bring you guys or someone into our whole industry and that's what we create so when we talk about that the, i think that really has changed or like moved us you know so much
2: i also like the fact that you can uh, listen to a podcast whilst you're doing something else like you know if you're reading a book while you're driving you're gonna crash the car <laughs> I right? gonna say, so I was going to say, so
0: since, you know, like I said, reading wasn't my, my thing, it wasn't my forte, but I'm like, well, you know what, if I can read, you know, then I can listen because I drive a lot. I'm always on the road and uh, every time I'm, uh, I'm driving around from one job site to another one, I'm always listening to either a podcast or a book. And, you know, I'm always jumping back and forth and I always go like, you got to listen to this. You know, like, I'm, I'm yeah. always sharing like, <laughs> you got to listen to this.
1: You know, it's funny because you become that guy that was like, every time you see me, I was like,
0: hey, have you heard this? Have you read this
1: book or have you listened to this book? And, uh, you know, before I was the guy, I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> but now I'm like, hey, you got to listen to it, man. <laughs> and yeah, some people, some people will enjoy. Uh, some people like, yeah, whatever, you know, my old Juan. But um, yeah, no, a lot of knowledge there for sure.
2: Okay, so in terms of the technical stuff or parts of the business, um, what skills or techniques have you learned or are you learning this year? What are you into? What new stuff are you into? Mm.
1: Me? God, okay. So if you want to get personal, I don't want to get too personal, but <laughs> I've been working on uh, self. How can I say? I've been working on myself. Uh, it is good to have a goal on your business and it is good to conquer the world. Like I use that word a lot or that sentence a lot Mm -hmm. to conquer the world. But I think it's, we have to find peace within ourselves and we want to be happy with what we're we're doing. So for myself, that's something that I'm really looking into is finding now the reason why I do what I do. And that involves, you know, working out, you know, going for a walk, I mean, we go fishing every once in a while, Family. you know, we have family, we have a place where we can escape uh, quite often, and we do that, so I think that's, that's very important, I mean, there's a lot of skills, there's so many things to learn, but I think that we have to learn how to live in the present and how to be happy, and so I'm really digging into that.
0: Like, what do they say? It's, uh, like, like, enjoy the, uh, the the, the the journey the, the journey you know right. the destination eventually you're gonna get there but enjoy the journey live every day yeah because personally
1: i mean you can get wrapped up into if you guys see uh, i mean what things so many things go through this company on a daily basis that we can get lost and um and you gotta be able to find yourself you gotta be able to disconnect and 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 just as much your, your business is giving you, you gotta be able to take that and, and enjoy it.
0: Yeah, well, like one thing that we always uh, talk about is like, you know, have short memory. If, if you had some something, a bad experience, forget about the bad experience. If you had a good experience, forget about it, keep looking forward, you know? So just keep leaving everything behind. No, don't
2: carry it, because that's gonna hold us. Nice. Uh, what are the biggest changes that you've seen in the industry since you started out
1: god night and day i mean <laughs> yeah. when i started i was i was a 16 year old i can't i can't call myself painter you know i was a 16 year old kid uh Helper, Helper. the punk there Helper. you go a little no i thought it was badass well, okay we, we were we were the kids <laughs> yeah we were yeah. the kids you know and so um we had no phones at the moment. I remember having a pager. Do you remember that? <laughs> right, we had a pager,
0: so it we was, can do that. It was quite years ago. A lot of people probably won't know um, what a pager is. We didn't.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we didn't carry. A, we didn't carry a, a phone, so we didn't take pictures of things. Well, so it,
0: if, uh, if if anybody had a phone, for sure they wouldn't have a camera. It wouldn't be an iPhone for sure. It exactly. wouldn't be a BlackBerry. It wouldn't oh, be a, a Samsung. Flip phone, yeah, it was very phone, yeah. simple.
1: Yeah. So we were looking at things and trying to look back at like what we how we did things or what we did. Well, we don't have a lot of memory of it because all oh, they're in our. See, our memory is bad. So <laughs> that's it. Works Cause that we, way, right? Because right? we're painters. Right, we're the pain, fumes. Yeah. Um, but going back to the ch- uh, the changes, uh, I think that I mean professionalism has always existed. Uh, maybe in our trade, it hasn't maybe not as much because sometimes the the trades ha, have been seen as like a duty place to work like, like they don't low, see a,
0: a low grade job yeah program. like
1: you, you you don't see a future if if you can't make it somewhere else then you're going to go to the trades um but i think that at least for us after being involved with the PCA and seeing how much there is from so many people around the country to really professionalize this this uh at least the trade you know the painting trade it's amazing, you know. It's uh, it's digital. There's so many groups now that you can talk to. So many people actually make a lot of money, you know. Yeah. I mean, you talk about millions of dollars in a painting company. So now it's bringing the interest of more people, and um so has it changed a lot? Big,
0: yeah, big change. Yeah.
1: Um, how I think it's becoming more professional. You know, I think. uh Thanks to associations like the PCA and people like Nick Slavic, who who really um, really take the challenge on to like make this a very professional uh, trade.
0: Elevate the trade. Elevate
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not no more like the guys who just walk drive around with a you know a couple buckets in the back of the truck and they'll do whatever pain. No, I mean we're talking about. We're going to classes, we're going to trainings to get ready to do to paint a house. So there's a lot more into it now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a whole different industry from what I remember.
2: And that's what we're going to talk about throughout this podcast series, isn't it? We're going to talk about training, we're going to talk about digital marketing, social media, all that sort of stuff. And this is just to start. But as we wrap up with the English version of the first episode of the podcast, is there anything else that you want to say to the audience about... Moving forward,
1: so I want to do that. Um, we really want to make this somewhere where, if you guys see where my knees are, we we want to we want to make this a community where we can and chat and and share ideas. <clears throat> um, we're not professional, you know, and we're not gonna sit here and and say if you run your business this way, this you're gonna you're gonna get certain results. I think for us, it's mainly sharing the experience of the Hispanic uh, contractor in, in the industry. Um, definitely want to have more Spanish uh, uh, podcast. podcasts. More we're podcast, going yeah. to have full Spanish uh, episodes, but we also want to bring uh, people that can help us and our guests um to improve their businesses yeah. so we want to make this a fun community a fun place to join and to talk about share ideas so share ideas surprises. yeah exactly yeah. but not in a very formal way right because yeah, we're no, not that no. formal yeah, i'm just saying <laughs>
0: yeah just saying. so you got to follow the, the the spanish one version because uh, you got to go to that one because <laughs> you,
1: <laughs> you <laughs> might get yeah. interested in what happens there But right now this is
0: the first one so we're a little bit more like
1: so if you guys don't that. realize this, we have an amazing man behind us. Okay. And we're talking about why things change and how things change. Well, there's a guy behind this. And that's not a guy. He's the man. He's a magician. And his name Oliver, is Oliver. Oliver. Okay. Thanks so uh, you guys, he's, he's going to be in our podcast here pretty soon too. And um, it's just, guys, just go out there and find what you guys like like trying to work on your on your business and see what your business what you want your business to look like right we we i got this question asked when we first started going to the PCA I had no clue i just wanted to have a good business right so if you have that then now you can go find so many resources out there but you have to have that got to understand that once you do that you can reach us. I know that there's in the PCA many people who can come and help you. Uh, resources are out there. Please go look for them and you will see a difference in your business.
0: I think that you right. covered it all.
1: Oh shit. You're good, you're good. Hugging the mic. See, did you stop it?
0: Oh, <laughs> I think you can stop it. now <laughs> it's
1: Wait, okay.